0: I ain't never been the loudest in the room, the higher the volume, the more imminent the doom. Don't play yourself kid, play the system, the US government, the largest walking contradiction. Listen, if you want to see the impossible, then look at me, my DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets. If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid on the same soil that my grandfather's was walking. Oh your yeah, history. Tata Pai Lautiwa, welcome friend to Quantum Theory. A podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. Okay.
1: <laughs> so always <laughs> when, we get on, when we get on, you know, to record.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so make sense. It's necessary. It's very we every time we get on, we have to play that song, and it's funny because ever since our first recording, we were like. Do we play it? Do we Mm -hmm. play it? And it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, we got to. And now it's like, it's our hype up song. It is. You can't start the conversation without playing the track.
1: No, it gets us in the zone. And so he'll push play. And so we're kind of, you know, we're (laughs) mentally preparing, drinking our water. And then (laughs) I have to find something to say right after. So I'm like, the weather is very nice. What do you think, Kellen? And then we kind of jump in from there. Um, But we can kind of rewind a little bit and give you a little breakdown of us and who we are and where we're from. Um, but my, my name is Michaela, Michaela Thompson, and I'm Nimipu from Lapoy, Idaho. Yes. Currently residing in DC, but um, I go back and forth between here and the homelands. Um, so I'm very grateful to be, to be here and be alongside Kella tonight.
0: Yes, and I'm so grateful that Michaela made it here. I was in the back doing deep breaths. <laughs> my girl was working her way in, it and was. I was like, I got you in spirit, girl. We got this. Yeah. Uh- he
1: literally texted me that you got this. It was a day literally, today, yeah. but we made it happen. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah,
0: but uh, creator made a way today. Yes, so creator made a way. <laughs> we got
1: here.
0: And yeah. yeah, my name is Kellen, Kellen Trunnell online. Uh, Kellen Lewis, if you want my full government, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kellen Trunnell is where you find me on all my stuff, uh, owner and operator of Trunnell Original and art brand that I've been working on. Yeah. Uh, and I got to have some pieces here today. Thank you so much, Karina and oh, Leanna. No. So, so awesome. Uh, and yeah, Michaela is also far, far like into her great beadwork expression journey as well. So trust, <gasps> she has some magic up her sleeve as well. Thank uh, you. Thank and you. may I uh walk up Kia Oya Limi
1: Go for it. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, katsiao oikolo, ki watispa, ka ki pa Himakas katsiao ki pionkin, ka nun ki aleloitzi, ka eitzik, kinna, ki watispa. Uh, himakas katsiao uh, nunum nunum cups cups nawak, kawipta quit. Himakas katsiao nunum tumina ka nun tikin kech, tumnapkinni. Ka <clears> katsiya. <throat> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Yet uh thanking uh creator. Oh ka Yamakas Katsya ki watisha nu uh a noconma uh thanking first and foremost, first and foremost the original peoples of this land and for uh <laughs> for, the space, for the space that we're getting to share tonight and also uh, for all of you coming together, I said, uh, it It makes my heart happy. I'm giving thanks that we're all able to gather. Kihiu is Piyomkin Was. This is a gathering space. Piyomkin is the word to gather and Was is like where you host the thing. Ki he was Like this is a gathering space, and uh, so thankful to be able to speak some old words. Because uh, when we speak the old languages, the language reverberates in the land, uh, and it helps to reawaken the the energy that's here. Uh, and so, even though my shit was grammatically incorrect and some of my vocab was off. I still got an 86 on that test, and an 86 (laughs) is better than a 0%, right? And that's land back. So thank you all so much. We could start. I just... I always feel so called to start with the old words. Yeah, know? as you
1: should. As you should. And I think that's the main thing is there's so much of the language being lost amongst all tribes to where it's like the more you can speak it, the more that's, you know, that's indigenizing spaces, that's embracing who you are and taking who you are with you in every space. And I feel like that's a thank you to the ancestors and it's only adding, you know, more more knowledge out into the world. And it's none of us is, you know, a gatekeeper, so to speak, to where we feel like we know it all. So I think it's important to go into spaces, just doing what you can, and I think that's what kind of changes and evolves evolves the space as well. Um, yeah, Kellen does a great job with the Nimi pu temp coming right out the gate. And I'm always super grateful for it. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm. We have to always acknowledge where we're coming from and where we are as well. So
0: thanks, Kellen, for that as yeah, well. Yeah, of yes. course, girl. Of course. <laughs> and thank you all for being here. Seriously, it's so amazing to look out and see everyone's faces. We've gotten to present in our local home area live in this way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, this is the first time that it's like outside of our original community Mm -hmm. and with such a a great diverse mix of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it really does like do the heart well to see you all here. And we thank you for taking the time to like be here for us, to be here with each other. Exactly. Let's be clear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: yeah most definitely so yeah. we can kind of jump right in a little bit yes. as to um who we are and where we kind of come mm-hmm. from a little bit and i know kind of um Kellen touched on it a little bit. You know, we are Nimi Poo from our original homelands. Um, our original homelands is Idaho, Oregon, and Washington. Us specifically come from our homelands in Idaho called called Lapway, um, Schlapway, as we call it as well. Um, but yeah, and so me and Kellen, we weren't, we didn't always know each other. So how long has it been? Like two, three years? Yeah,
0: 2021, 2021. is when we established our our connection. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I. We always, me and Kellen always seen each other in passing. He was a beater. I was a beater. Um, And I was approached with this project. And it was to basically, you know, you have the ultimate freedom to designate any type of discussion that you want to. And so I was like, all right, well, we're going to do the Black Natives, Black Natives within our community and how much that impacts us just as individuals in terms of identity and just how we move throughout life. There's so many commonalities between Um, any just anyone that's biracial but especially being black and native and kind of speaking on that within our own community that can be challenging as well but um but yeah I was like let's go ahead and have this conversation and so we sat down there was a few of us I want to say there was five five of us but I think three black natives that were part of that discussion and so we sat down and we were we really liked the discussion even though that kind of project kind of faded away based on just how everything aligned um me and kellen were like well let's keep having these conversations so we kept connecting we stayed i think i want to say it was just all on zoom we were meeting like once a week and we were just talking and we had one other person with us and we would just we would just generate conversation and record it we're like we don't know what we're going to do with these but i feel like we need to have these conversations so that's what we were doing for a while and they're like should we just do this should we just have a podcast and they're, they're like yeah let's do it so we started that process. The third person, it just wasn't in their journey at that moment. Mm-hmm. So me and Kellen continued to move forward and um, keep having these conversations. And this is where we're at. And so we kind of generated <laughs> our friendship on the on the podcast, and yeah. that's what you're seeing. So we became. There, there's just so much that we both have been through just being who we are, whether that was anti-blackness within our community mm-hmm. um, or even sometimes going against the bend within our own black communities. And so there was just so many experiences. There were so many laughs, but there were so many heartaches at the same time that we were able to share and be like, I've been through this, you know, or this is how I feel. And I may not know how to deal with this feeling, but this is how I feel at this moment. And we were able to share a lot of that with, with you know, between each other um and so ever since then we've been going strong so you kind of see our friendship bloom and then fast forward now this year we've been able to be in each other's presence more yes. than everything we took a couple trips yes um, so, we traveled
0: international together yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, know, that's the that's, test yeah that's friendship <laughs> that's <laughs> the test.
1: yeah i was like well we're either gonna break or we're gonna be <laughs> like go after this trip so um it obviously worked out yep. and so um yeah it's it's been great and um are you okay down
0: there
1: okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay good but um we um oh. he oh, no. oh, no.
2: is he eating too fast
1: he's yeah he's like really
2: it's like he's like, take like down this trying his to take bone. it down but then he stops and then he's okay and then check on he,
1: he tries to push push it down
2: he'll, he'll probably do that maybe he's trying to retaste it
0: like- yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're right
3: relive the feeling yeah Bob, are you okay Bob? Uh, yeah, just pull it out. <laughs> you were right. Yeah, you were like oh my
0: gosh!
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 he did this yesterday. He got a bone. I'm like, and then <laughs> he, he got it down. So okay, if anything, I'll get him some water. But, but yeah, our our audience is used to Chewy. He's yeah. a pug, so he'll blow in the mic. He'll breathe <laughs> and be Shout snoring. Shout out to Chewy Chew. Shout
3: to out to Chewy <laughs> too <laughs>
1: My little res dog. Uh, but yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He really is, though. Uh, so Michaela brought Chewie out to D.C. just recently. Mm-hmm. She's been out on our homelands uh, for a while. So out on a res... Uh, at, at the family home. So Chewie, when I met Chewie, he was out, like, running outside the door. With all the other res dogs. he goes, he does his thing, he comes back. Uh, so I understand, like, him being in this urban space, like, oh. the fear. Yet, uh, our audience has gotten uh, introduced to Chewie, and now he's, like, a new character. <laughs> Yeah, he's
1: just nosy-rosy. Yeah,
0: and it adds to, to the flavor of the show, and that's what I love, because all of the things that we've done is just about us connecting. Mikaela and I come together, and in those spaces, magic happens. You know, we come through, and now we talk about like our day-to-day, our week-to-week. Uh, yeah, when we were first starting off, uh, we were dealing with... It was right after shutdown, and it was an internet issue. You were on the res. I was in the city. So then it was like how do we connect? How do we make this happen? Uh, Then it was audio issues. It was all these different things that we worked through. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is a fun new plot twist. Like now we got the extra audio with Chewy. Um, And it shows our resilience as like a duo because as Michaela stated, like we did not know each other two years ago. Mm -mm. Uh, And it was at an event and I was like, you, I'm Kellen. (laughs) Who are you? You know, officially. Because like Michaela said, we, we rotated around each other. And to go a little bit deeper into what Meeks was talking about is that our family lives on the Nesperst Indian Reservation. So again, if you take Washington, Oregon, and Idaho, like she said, and you draw a large circle, that's our original homelands. And we, as a people, traveled on the Columbia River over to the West, were actually documented in Lewis and Clark's journals as the people who saved Lewis and Clark and helped them to get on the Columbia. Like, that was our natural trade route. And it's a testament to our people's generosity and our knowledge and the extent of our reaches within country. Because then we also go eastward into like Montana, North Dakota. And as that extends up into what is now present day Canada, yet, you know, we don't have those lines previously. Um, So our people come from that space. Yet what you can see on Michaela's shirt is less than 9% of the original lands that I talk about. And this is the shape of our homelands now. So this represents the less than 9% of our original homelands that are now specifically designated for our reservation. And even in that less than 9% of land, we own less than that 9%. Our, our reservation is basically a checkerboard. And so people have tiny little plots and they're all spread out. And so even though it's not supposed to be common interest for people outside of our, our tribe, um, the way that history has it made, um, it is. So it's really Im- not important. It's, it's huge. You know, the fact that like our story and we are here in New York, yet where we started was on those original homelands that I just described. We sat down at the casino, we put a phone in between us, and we hit record, and we just talked. And it was the first time for me as like a mid 30s, my young 30s actually. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since it's Kellen been a couple of years.
1: And like, gonna qualify for AARP any day. I'm in my and pre-40s. I'm like, you're not that old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, I'm, I say I'm in my pre 40s, because I'm like, I'm 36, so you round up, you know? Yeah. and. Yeah, I'm like, anything above the 5, you round up to the 10. So I've just been saying it pre-40s. However, no, we sat down, um, and it was the first time in my 30s that I was sharing space with two other Black Nimipu, and we were able simply to share our own stories of our childhoods, and in that, we understood so much that didn't have to ever be said, if at all explained. Mm -hmm. And going back and listening to that audio as I drove home, I was like, oh my gosh, it was chilling. It was absolutely chilling. And so then we scheduled a Zoom call right after that. And then we began to get into the habit of meeting up in Zoom. And that's where we recorded the show. And it's created space for Black natives across the lands
1: yeah, really uh, in,
0: into Canada and in, mm-hmm. well, it's hard saying those names even because again they're colonial names. Yeah, you know, yeah, on these masses of land that our peoples have inhabited for time immemorial. It's really great getting to connect with one another, uh, and so again, I just want to explain that to show the gravity of like the birthplace of it, and we are are only getting started, and oh, so I'm for sure. excited. For the future and to keep creating space for Afro-Indigenous peoples and without the mix, you know, just all of us, because we're all people in the end. And as we share the stories, our personhood gets shared between us.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We just actually had an ep- episode about space and creating that's space. Right. And yes, yes, that, yes. You know, that's kind of a broad term in terms of what you create space for, but choosing which spaces to be in and also some spaces to create. So we've had the honor of creating that space. Um, for our own and really unintentionally, it was like, we're just kind of come on here and say what we need to say. And um, it's, it's been really rewarding for people to reach out to us and be like, oh, I listen to your podcast. I feel the same way. And it's like, oh, we actually got listeners should probably watch what I say. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we, don't, we don't hold anything back. We're very unfiltered. Um, and we talk about mental health, which is something that's not talked about in either, about in either mm-hmm. communities and kind of break that down in terms of what needs to create space and why we need space is, you know, sometimes within our own native spaces you know we're too dark or we don't know enough or we come from this place and you don't know what it means to be from this place and so me and kellen have kind of been through that within our own communities and surrounding native communities um, and then also going into the black community and just not kind of necessarily knowing that we still exist and so um, that how that affects us not only from the mental health standpoint sometimes it kind of affects us in every day to where Something, sometimes we can laugh about it, and sometimes yeah. we have these serious conversations. Um, so we kind of we, we, we talk all across the board. It's not just serious, and this is what I've been through. No, we like to have fun. Um, but it's coming from the perspective of having these lived experiences and going through these experiences and how to navigate those together. Yeah. So it's, it's been great, yeah. for sure, for the audience that we've been able to reach, for sure.
0: Without a doubt. And the cadence of the show has really developed. We didn't have a mental health angle at top. Mm -hmm. Again, the name of our show is Quantum Theory, and it's a play off of blood quantum. Mm -hmm. So blood quantum being the fractionization of our blood. So every time you divide the blood, it's less and less. And so they quantify our blood, and that supposedly quantifies our indigeneity or our nativeness, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's a system that we're currently fighting, like, actively, we are part of the last generations for our tribe of people who can, without being with another person of our tribe, I can't divide my blood. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Meeks. Yeah, I can't divide my blood alone. Like I need someone else's as it stands. Uh, and then on the other side of it, it's the one drop rule. You know, So we have these two systems on this landmass and that's been established in, in the practice and the way of our society that it's so blood driven. Uh, and so that's where we started the show. So we were like, we're going in and we're going to talk about tribal politics and we're going to talk about sovereignty and we're going to teach these people about this and that. (laughs) And then we got on zoom and it was like, girl, how are you doing today? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it turned into. Um, and especially like lockdown processing through that and, and getting everything back in order. We just started showing up for each other. And in showing up for each other, it's really great to hear the feedback from other people being like, y'all, y'all had me in tangles, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, yeah, that's like, that's the beauty of, of quantum theory that we didn't necessarily go into intentionally. Again, it was like, we're going to educate. We're going we're gonna to break these things down. Yeah. Uh, and it, it got broken down to our personhood. Mm-hmm. And so grateful for it because that's like been what we received from people on the other side is like stories of their personhood as well.
1: Yeah. It's been really, it's been a seed, you know, we've yes. been blooming for sure. Yes. And I think, especially in 2021, the whole black lives matter movement was just in full force between 2020, and, t- 2020 and 2021. Um, and so we kind of c- come into the podcast saying, you know, this is what we have to say. This is how we feel. This is what needs to change. Um, and I think that's kind of what I kind of talk about on the show too, is that I have this realization is you want to kind of point the finger in terms of this who needs to hear. <laughs> Are they okay? Chew. <laughs>
0: Chewy-chew. Choo. Okay. Oh no. We got okay. you, homie. Okay. 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 She's wagging her tail
3: though.
1: Okay, good. But yeah, we kind of go in thinking like this is what we need to say, this is who needs to hear it. Um, But then you kind of have that realization is, yes, you could be angry. Yes, there are a lot of things that need to change. But it's like we don't have the capacity to change everything. We don't have this magic wand. So we have to pick and choose our battles and pick and choose what we choose to put our energy on. Right. Because that's what they that's what they want from us is to drain our energy and to stop doing those things. And so. we kind of just mind shifted you know and we're just like we're gonna to speak to our own people and we're gonna empower them in what ways that we can and for every problem we have a solution so that's kind of been the unpacking and the undoing and the blooming to realizing to where we don't have to speak on everything we can talk about our days i think there's a lot of power in that especially to listeners just to know you know what i don't have to focus on this i don't have to put my energy energy towards this and so Um, Once we kind of did that, it was a game changer for for the show. And, you know, we kind of can naturally talk about those things and have those conversations without feeling as though we have to put this energy to or on someone. Um, But, yeah, I know that's how I started out for sure. I'm like, there's just so much... To where, you know, there's so much that we can talk about. There's so much that people need to know. But I'm like, all we can do is be an example of that. And um, I think we've been we've been hanging in there and we've been doing it kind of well, at least within our own communities. Um, and then also, it's really cool, just really quickly. It's like hearing it. the feedback of people, especially within our residents, because you have those elders that are just don't want to listen or things have been this way. and. It's not going to change because it's this way. And I think every community kind of has that. And so to hear f- feedback from some elders in the community, like, you know, I listened to your show and I never thought that way before. For you to actually finish our show when yeah. we're so passionately talking about what we're doing, I mean, that's a big step. So it's just, it's its one conversation at a time. And it's—it's um, it's, it, feel, it feels really good to kind of connect with the audience in that way.
0: Yes, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, y'all need to understand that Michaela is making wild changes in our community. Uh, you are, girl. We have the yeah. first Juneteenth celebration oh, on a Native <laughs> reservation, on Native homelands. Yes, please. Oh. <laughs> Four years running.
1: I'm getting my practice in. on learning how to take compliments with Kelly. Honestly, though,
0: nationally. Again, this is when I first oh. met her. I was like, who? Hello. Welcome. Good to see y'all. That's, that's how I met her, this powerful force. Uh, And we are in a part of Idaho where like, it's not cool to be cool, you know? Uh, And even scarily so like we have family that works at like LCSC, like at the Mm -hmm. state school and they're worried for their jobs because, you know, they work in, areas that have to do with indigenous students mm-hmm. uh, and those programs are getting cut back. Uh, even we we've had like things that we've had to process through. It's it's interrupted the art career even with some of the mix-ups because yeah. it's like Idaho is so restrictive. Um, and it's really hard sometimes to mm-hmm. be like these are our native lands. Like yeah. how dare you tell us what to do on our lands.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yet I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, the I, point I, I, is that she's doing that in the face <laughs> of all of that is what I'm saying, you know, and she yeah. was the face. Uh, this is coming off of 2020, you know, 2019, 2020, 2021. And now we're getting a rhythm and the it's expanding in our community uh, and we're getting more and more people and more and more traction. Uh, and so these are small things in the grand universe. Yet for me growing up, I didn't have that. And I can only imagine having that affirming space, what it would do for my life, you know. And I know that we can all sympathize with that or uh, synthesize that as it applies to our lives, you know. If I saw that, if I had the access, boy, the things I could be doing, the way I would feel, you know? Mm-hmm. And she is literally creating that and doing we, it successfully. So we are we, yes. That. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love to give me her props because like she puts the stuff together. And it's actionable, um, so I just wanted to say that because it has to be known too. Like Lapwai, Idaho, Lapwai, it hosts the like the first national Juneteenth celebration annually on the Indian reservation, mm-hmm. uh, and these are access points that are going to cause change in our communities. Uh, and so it's it's awesome to be on the front of that and to like you know do it with somebody who's like, come on. Like, amazing, you know?
1: Kellen's equally amazing. He comes in and he... Oh, oh, okay. He's um, he's equally amazing. He comes in and he supports me through everything. He pulls up, he shows up, and I say that's the most important thing that you can do is just show up, you know? And we kind of had that challenge we were just talking about a few weeks ago to where we had a fellow Black native... Um, they were hosting something locally and like, we have all this stuff going on. It's in the middle of the week. We're like, well, the most important thing we can do is show up. So Kellen shows up. He's always my right hand. Like, hey, I got this thing. Yeah. I was here in
0: this space too. Yeah. 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 So you know that name, uh, Queen Yinajaha. Yes. Yeah. She came out to our homelands and she, she threw down. And yep. we both traveled, yeah, to make sure to be there. Yeah, yes, for please, sure. Continue. It's just
1: showing up for one another, and even your she pulls up. I had a June. We, did, I think, we're on our f- fifth year in yeah. this. Sh- no, it will fourth be year
0: twenty-four.
1: Twenty-four, I think, is our fifth year. Yeah. So no, I th- yeah, it's our fifth year. But I um, have four she- shirts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have more for the t-shirts, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: She showed up to, I think it was a couple of years ago, she was one of our speakers. So it's just, it, it's a great community that we're able to form. And I think by us talking more and getting, you know, more people engaged within our community and getting active, especially the Juneteenth event, it's like, this is a day to not only honor ourselves and of course, honor the day and everything we became in terms of, you know, our excellence, but it's also acknowledging the black natives as, as well. So you we, we bring out Jossie Ross. Shinajaha lone wolf. we bring out um, so many different natives just from throughout the, the country and we just have a good time and we create that safe space for us to talk about the things we need to talk about and just live and enjoy and eat and be in community. Um, so yeah, Kellen's been a, a great supporter of that as well. And it's been, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's, it's <laughs> great to um, be able to kind of establish those communities because, I mean, it, it's, it's really what do I want my kids and what do I want the funer- future generations? You know, once it's time, what world have we created for them in doing what we can and what spaces have we created for them to kind of tap into and have those creative safe safe spaces. And so I kind of think of it in that way to where this is a community that I want to create, that we need to create. And um, so that way we can call you know, make the next generation and our future, you know, kids within our res feel comfortable as if, you know, whatever we had to go through, they don't, they don't have to go through no matter how big or small it is. Um, So it's, it's, it's been good these last, these few years and having the support. Of course, we have those bumps in the road and those community members that may not agree, but that's what we're for. It's like, change isn't easy. You're going to rub people the wrong way, but if you're doing what you're intentionally here to do, then you're not doing anything wrong. Um, just putting your whole heart into what you feel and what you love to do when you're acting with good intentions, that's all that you can do. And so we do that collectively within our community and within our group. Um, and we're, we're creating those spaces slowly but surely. We bite those bullets. We need a bite to make sure that everyone feels comfortable. And so um, it's been going good these last few years.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's basically us and who we show. are and where we come from uh beyond that you know we like i said we catch up on the week to week so whatever it is you know we'll discuss that however um now that you all are in the space and have heard a little bit is there any questions, questions or stories or anything that you may have for us or want to know and what we said um yeah
1: I'm open to questions. There's no, there's no dumb questions. I mean, I always say, well, there are to some people, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, we'll have an answer if you have any questions. Perfect.
4: Yeah, I have a question. Um, I think that there's been so much incredible um, collaboration and solidarity and um, movement building between Black and Indigenous communities, especially over the last three, four years. What do you all see as kind of those biggest barriers and overcoming in a respective community um, for building those bridges of solidarity? And um, yeah, what do you see as like the big barriers? If I'm being the honest,
1: honest yeah, if I kind of put it closer, I
2: think okay. about... <laughs> if
1: I'm being honest, I can, at go. least I can only speak for myself in terms of what I've had to witness and what some of my, you know, nephews have had have, have to go, kind of go through too is there's, there's the gatekeepers. Um, there's people that are, and this is all Native communities, to where they feel like, you should be doing this, you can't be doing this, and who is this? I had my nephew come in to Longhouse, um... And so now that we kind of are unpacking Christianity a little bit and where that's coming from and... my nephew, he was always raised in the church. I mean, a lot, all, whole family was always raised in the church. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go check out Longhouse, which is like, a, you know, tribal ceremony. So he came um, and he's, he's like full blown. He's like got baptized. He's like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. I'm like, well, I'm going to go check out Longhouse. You're more than welcome to come because so much of our tribes and many tribes, they have the, you have to choose a way. You know, you're either going to be traditional or you're going to be Christian. And so he came and we, we checked it out. And I'm like, I just want to be more connected with my people all of this stuff was ripped away from us. So I want to kind of tap into it and learn it for myself and experience that. If I want to be everything, I can be everything. If I want to be one thing, I can be one thing. And I wanted him to kind of feel the same. So he came in and there was someone there and they're like, well, you're not eating our fast or you're not passing the foods fast enough. And, you know, who is this kid? And once she was like, who is this kid after, you know, trying to speak whatever she was speaking over there, I'm like, he's with me. And I'm like, I know you know me. I'm like, he's with me. That's my nephew. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, he looks like his mom and whatever, whatever. But it's that simple act of who is this kid? You're not doing... That's called gatekeeping. That's, you know, you're saying that he's not enough because he's not doing these things and he doesn't need to be in this space. And thankfully, he didn't feel that. You know, I'm just checked in. Like, you good? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And so... There's so much within, there's so many people that feel like things have to be a certain way when things aren't that way anymore. It's like we have, we stand, you know, that's why I'm so proud of who we are now and the younger generation now. Because if something's not okay, they're going to say it's not okay. You know, and I think we've talked about this too. It's like our, even down to our parents, not only, you know, our grandparents and great-grandparents. You know, the way we move in the world has been so accustomed to making white people comfortable to where that's not what we need to do anymore. That's how that's how they move. That's how they operate. Um, That's why there's so many boxes that you need to check. And so now it's just like, now that we're moving and we're we're even doing this, amplifying our voices and using phones and getting, you know, sharing who we are, sharing our language. A lot of people don't, a lot of tribes, they don't like that. They don't want you to do that. So I think once we can actually adjust for the fact that, Hey, we're not tied down anymore. We can learn our language. We can pass our knowledge forward. I'm native. I might not look like you or whatever. It's just like once we kind of are open up to that, to where we're like, we're able and we have that freedom to express and to just be, I think things are going to get a lot better, but there's so many gatekeepers within our communities that it just needs to stop. I felt bad not to ramble. No, um, I'll just, you got this. this example. We were at, we went to Santa Fe art market. Yes. And so, um, I was set up at it as a booth. I was an artist and someone came by and they're like, oh, what tribe are you? I'm like, oh, I'm Ninipu from um, mm-hmm. Laplay, Idaho. I don't use Nez person anymore because that's what the colonizers named us. Um, so I'm like, I'm Ninipu from, yeah. from Idaho. And she was just like, oh yeah, I'm native too. So I'm like, okay, cool, what tribe are you? I think I asked which tribe she was first after she asked me and anybody else would say she didn't look native. But her interest, I was like, okay, what tribe are you? Either they're going to say, oh, no, I'm non-native, or they're going to say who they are. And so she was black. I think she was black, white, and I forgot what tribe. I think she was Choctaw. But um, I was like, okay. So she told me her tribe, and she was just like, yeah, but I'm, you know, I, I don't count yet. Something like that. She was like, I don't, you know, I'm not, you know... I'm not enrolled, so I can't, I can't count yet. I was like, what? I was like, who told you that? She's like, yeah, I spoke to an elder of my tribe and she said, you know, there's a whole system I have to go through and until I get my papers, then I can be Choctaw or whatever tribe that she was. I wanna say she was Choctaw. <laughs> and I was like, that's not how that works. I was like, do not talk to her. She cannot define how, she can't defi- define you. If this, is, if this blood is running through your veins, that's who you are. Doesn't matter how much you know, it's, a, it's, it's where you're going and it's how you're learning. There is no perfect native. It's like, this is what you are and don't be afraid to learn who you are. We don't all have it together. She didn't know her language. She felt bad for that. And I'm like, there's nothing to feel bad about. So for the fact that she was okay with saying, this person said this, therefore I'm not this, that's the issue. So I think once we kind of, those people start to adjust the way they think and they actually listen to what we have to say, um, I think that's when we'll be able to kind of mend that bridge. But that's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll trade you. Yeah, please. Um,
2: it's it's really interesting. I think the experience of being Afro Indigenous, um, especially if you know, like living in this interesting existing in in this intersection where you know there's the one drop rule, um, that applies for. Your blackness, but when you're native, it's like the opposite. It's like, um, how many drops does it take to get to um, being recognized as a native person, or being recognized as who you are? Your ancestors are, and um, whereas if you're black, you black. You know, exactly. you got a little peasy, got one drop. Okay, you mm-hmm. black. But it's like. It's really interesting. Like, how do you? What are what are like? What are the questions about that dichotomy? Mm-hmm. Um, like, look like for you. Like, why do you think that that system is the way that it is?
0: Um, yeah. I, mean,
1: I can, but I don't want
0: yeah. to. <laughs> um I'll, I'll try to be short. Uh, the system—it's yeah. the oldest system here in the lands. I had a revelation last night because one of my friends was like, what do you see for the, we we're at dinner. And was like, what do you see for the future of the Nez Perce tribe? And I said, fuck if I know. Yeah. That was literally my yeah. first response because <laughs> I don't know. And honestly, the tribe itself, it's it, its an institution. It's a government. And not only is it a government, it's the oldest laws of the land. The rest of all the stuff that we're working with today is built off of these old Indian laws. The first treaties are the first laws of this land. And so the bureaucracy that's attached to the systems of our governments themselves, it's, it's colonial in that way. So like, that's why I was like, I have no idea, girl. Like, I can't tell you. However, I do find great inspiration in people who are out here doing stuff. And we have a lot of contemporaries that are out doing things. And beyond that, we have a lot of people in other generations that have like their PhDs. We have a lot of like well-decorated people and in their achievement, they are creating infrastructure for more and more of us. And so that's kind of where I see it. I'm like, maybe we can't work in the old system, yet what we can do is generate and and reclaim and, and have our spaces out here and hopefully in building that infrastructure to help support the rest of us. Um, so like, that's the system part. Yeah. As it breaks down to the half and half, like I grew up without my dad, my dad's black, my mom's native. Um, I was in the city and I was on the reservation back and forth, back and forth single mother, so then I got sent to my grandma's house all the time. So I grew up, I was a cultured, very native. Cause it was all my native side. I didn't know my black side officially until 2019, like literally. Uh, and I only met my dad for the first time three months ago. Um, yet in my life, I have always been... Some, come on, you got I'm me, sorry. bro. The rumble. He's giving me the drama. He said, go for it, Kels. <laughs> <laughs> in my life, I, I was always... Um, like, societally, phenotypically, I'm a black person. And I get treated as a black person in space. And then you go to be at home and you are literally the black sheep. You are literally the one that stands out. Uh, and then having to come or uh, negotiate, like bring those things together. Whereas like super tradition, and you know, yet being in spaces where. People don't see you. They don't know that you're Native. And people will pop off and say things. It happened at... These are two of my Notre Dame homies that came to support. Thank you, Eddie and Emily. We've known each other since we were kids. Y'all are awesome. Yeah, even at school, like, things would happen. People would say stuff all the time. And I've always been, in my mind, like somebody's secret Native friend. You know, everybody knows I'm the Black friend because of what they see and what they process and what they perceive and, you know, work. Yet, they don't often know... Our other side, and so, as it goes to your question, that's kind of like i don't know the system that I see is like it it helps to be in spaces because then it's like somebody does pop off and it's like, actually that's not true, or mm-hmm. actually, with our people, it's more this, or like you said, you know, like actually somebody can't define who you are, mm-hmm. you know, um so it does have that work, like being a little masked or clandestine to be like, you can move a little bit more uh, and be able to speak up in the moments when people don't clock you, yet you're there with the tea.
4: Yeah. Can, is it okay if I speak yeah. oh, yeah. to yeah. that? Yeah. So, the reason why there's this double standard is because it serves the interests of the ruling class, of those in power. The colonizers needed more black people to
3: force workforce. stolen yes. labor, yeah. right?
4: And they needed to get rid of the indigenous people because indigenous people pose the biggest threat to their settler colonialism. Mm. So that's why they made these two different roles that are completely in opposition to serve their interests yeah. completely. Mm.
2: That makes sense. I was thinking about like the caste, the casteism, and classism. That, because like, no matter how, like, if you're a person of color, that um also has a white parent or a white grandparent or a white great great grandparent like you you will you will never be white like you're never you're not white at all whatsoever you will always be whatever else you know you have going on but like I was thinking about it was like it's really interesting like people who have european ancestry will never be white or european um for so long as they have, like, mm-hmm. any other, like, mixes that are, that sh- that demonstrate, like, that, that like, show phenotypically, mm-hmm. uh, that show up phenotypically in a way that isn't how whiteness is defined. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, if you're Native, it's like, well, how Native are you? But yeah. then if you're Black, you're Black, you know? Yeah. Um, and that makes sense, like, um, it does serve the interests of, like, white supremacy and um period,
0: yeah. And like the erasure of indigenous people. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah thank y'all for that. <laughs> see, I was like, story space, story's I know, gonna come. I know, let's
1: make a circle. Yeah, but
0: see, this is what it is. We show up when we do these things and then you break those things down because it's true. And I say this all the time because we are back on our on our res. We're still living in the same wild, wild west. Yeah. Like there are still cowboys stomping around our lands and like move you know yeah yeah and it's dangerous like and and it's just showing up in different ways so it's all the same energy it's just in a different way you know like we we still talk the phone used to be on the wall you know but now the phone is in the hand, and now the phone has internet so it's all the same thing it just w- levels up and the same thing has happened or the same thing is currently happening mm-hmm. uh so yeah I feel bad because I was like,
1: yeah. "Oh no, it's okay. I'm taking it in." Any other questions?
0: Cool, cool. Oh, no, no, no.
3: Yeah, I have a question for Kellen.
4: So, something
3: that you said earlier really resonated with me about how what you're doing, like what
0: Michaela's doing, really are just creating access points for me that you're you're able to create just by being yourself this space for people
3: to feel like they can be themselves too and uh, you were in reservation wow. dogs on pet bags. Yes. And, uh, yeah and yeah you know, like
0: Johnny boy like Johnny you were in boy dogs. yeah and what we'll i remember cat, again. yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I remember seeing you um and thinking wow like look at him being himself but in front of not only me, the way I know him to be, but in front of everybody else who can see this on TV and think, wow, like there is another get example of space that I can water water. be in. How does <laughs> it me? feel for you taking that step? Really like getting it to of mainstream I'm so and so saying
1: sorry. that so now all sorry. of a sudden you he, get I to say so much of what you're He like peed twice outside, of even though I think he was going to pee inside. Yeah. Awesome
0: can Thank you for that question, Um, and thank you for the love, everyone. That's very kind of you. Um, That was, yeah, it was a life-changing experience. It was really cool uh, because they, specifically in the second season, were looking to include more Black, Native, more Afro-Indigenous characters, and so it was really an honor for them to reach out and and to be on camera with them. The whole experience was everything. Um, Yet beyond that, like I guess all of a sudden, it's not all of a sudden because like I've carried this my entire life. I felt this same responsibility my entire life to like live up to what my what my gram has endured and what I can make better, you know, and like so. It's just it's another step. Um, I will say that I super enjoyed the joy that it brought to our community because when we kick it, like people are like, "Oh my gosh, that moment!" Uh, and so it means a lot to more people. I live that moment for a couple hours because that moment literally lives with a lot of people repetitiously for a long time. You know, bro, when I saw you on TV, boy, you should have seen me. I was over there hollering, you know, like everyone gets juiced and they tell the stories all the time. Everyone knows where they were in that moment. So it was really beautiful for our community, for a really tight knit community to see one of our members out there. Uh, And it's only by grace that it happened to be me, yet so grateful for it. Uh, And it's a testament and hope for greater access points. Uh, Because we're here, and and being on that set, too, on Reservation Dogs, it was was great. The indigenous, like, camaraderie that they had, it was so beautiful. So then it just, it, it made you feel at home. So you wanted to do stuff, and you wanted to play. And it was like being with your uncles and your cousins, you know? And so then it translated um so hopefully we can continue to get more and more greater greater uh, access points for all of our our home communities because we have the talent we have the stories you know where's the funding <laughs> give it to us we got it you know so um my voice is too much please <laughs> okay. is, there, is there another one or is we're okay yeah yeah you want to close us out
1: with what? Thank you for coming. Yeah, with
0: the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> well,
0: well, yeah, very much. So, thank you all so much, and honestly, thank you, Karina, and thank you, question. Leanna, so much. oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, we get
3: some applaud for them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations on the first successful day in your holiday market. Did you
3: have a question? I have a
0: question.
3: Please. So my name is Kevin. I'm indigenous from Colombia. Yes. Okay. And um, we're trying to connect with other indigenous people from Latin America, which we are doing here. Yes. But we also want to connect to the indigenous people from this side, from the northern part. And collaborate and you know start like working with each other so how can that be possible
1: mm. slide into right. ideas yeah. right? and yeah. you know if this, that's the thing is i think we find a way whether it's just i think once we start talking and once we start having kind of those discussions and then we can kind of set up a game plan and kind of get more people involved and hands on. So there's a lot, there's a lot of power in just literally just reaching out. So we can give you our contact information. We can take yours and um, let's definitely kind of blend both of those worlds a little bit. Cause there's, there's so much to talk about and there's so many yeah. common issues and, you know common things of joy as well. So I think being able to collaborate on those and just talk about them will lead
0: us in that direction for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And then I would say too, like, what are your mediums? Like how do you mm-hmm. express yourself?
3: Well, this, this is something new. Yeah, you, you know, like I, I was raised in Colombia, and people would would ask. When I moved to the U.S., people would ask me, "Are you Mexican? Are you Ecuadorian? Are you Peruvian?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm Colombian." But I I didn't understand what they were trying to say. They were yeah. saying you're
2: mm-hmm.
3: indigenous, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. I I started kind of like digging. And to see who I was, and I realized, hey, you know, um, my last name is Quiwa, It's an indigenous tribe in, in Colombia. Mm. Yes. Uh, recently, I went to Puerto Rico and I connected with the Taino. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. So
0: it's,
3: it's, it's amazing, you know, to see the, the connection that, that we can have to people that are maybe looking for the same thing that they can't, they don't know where they're coming from. You know, they look a certain way, but they don't know why yeah so it's, it's amazing to see these spaces like i was just walking by and i saw the sign indigenous Oh, oh my yeah. God. wow yes
0: i know well look at you you answered your question
3: yeah
0: seriously you found your Showing space up. Yep. this is where our recording of the live session actually ended there were only a few more minutes left of content Really, we just all reveled in the fact that a person literally ran in from the street, was meant to be next door, and in doing so, found community. So it was a really great way to close out the session that we all had together. Beyond it all, Michaela and I definitely want to thank our hosts once again, Karina Emmerich and Leanna Shuey. You all are absolutely amazing. Huge shout out to Relative Arts there in New York City and to the entire team that's helping to maintain the shop. It was really great getting to meet both Nishina and Zoe who are also helping out. And beyond that, thank you to everyone who showed up. and gave us a little bit of their heart in that moment it was so great to share the energy with each and every person and if you're a new listener listening in thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and really enjoy the moments that we can share when we all come together in space and connect thank you all so much and i hope you enjoyed this trip. we want to thank everybody
1: for tuning in today as always it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our Black native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout-outs to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash Quantum Theory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kiyapi Heknu. See you next time.